Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with the indicas.com. My name is Abhishek. This issue is a real estate special, something that most of us are fascinated with for better or worse. And the cover story is about how Ajay and Anand Piramal have carved a name for themselves in this competitive landscape. Joining me on the call is Forbes India Salil Panchal who has authored the cover. Hi Salil. Hi Abhishek. Uh, now, when we think of uh, Piramal, the name is not synonymous with real estate. So, t- tell us, Salil, what is the story about and why did you guys choose to put them on the cover? You hit the nail right on the head. You know, when we think of Piramals, we look at, traditionally, we look at them as a healthcare player. And later on now, financial services, you know, you to remember that Mr. Ajay Piramal is, is chairman of the Sriram group also. When we were exploring this this idea, we we, we realized that the group is actually completely diversified, you know, so financial services forms the largest portion of their uh, uh, listed company, which is PEL and, and healthcare comes next. But you realize that within the financial services sector, they are very, very strong in terms of lending to the real estate. They have several arms which look at that. And then you have on the other side, you have a company which is an unlisted one, which is Piramal Realty, which looks into development of real estate so actually they become real estate developers you have two large arms you know one which is in financial services and one which is in development of real estate and nobody really offered it the way they did you know which what we thought that made it very interesting to have pyramids on the cover they seem to be covering multiple bases in that uh, they offer financial solutions uh, to developers. So if you want to raise some money to buy land, you can get that money from them. Absolutely. And then you Absolutely. have housing finance. And then, of course, uh, you have the property development. How has it been working uh, for them and how did they decide to take this route? Really, the genesis would come from post their sale of their uh, generic drug business to Abbott, where they raised a lot of money, you know, about, I think, $3.72 billion dollars. In, in 2010 and and you have to remember that that was a, a time when you know lending towards the real estate was still not just difficult but also quite restrictive the rbi and and other regulators were not too keen it was an era where it was also risky to lend to the real estate things like that and yet they saw an opportunity you know and that and that's where the piramal finance came in initially you know which all happened let's say between 2011 to about 2014. To talk about numbers here, Piramal Finance, you write that the wholesale lending book totals to 37,545 crore rupees with a return on equity of 21%. So that's quite healthy, isn't it? Meaning, but at the same time, you mentioned a little bit about risk uh, in that you need a lot of capital or rather uh, the word uh, leverage also. Yeah wherein you need to know how much is it out there and how much have you borrowed to borrow that money even further. And whether also you need to understand here is whether, you know, on what type of instrument you're you're borrowing more capital, you know. So so that has become an issue for other types of players. But we are pretty sure that for the Piramal group, it would not impact them too much because of their brand. You know, if the short term security tools might not be there they would have several lines open where they could you know approach banks and things like that so those are risks which are there in the sector but they may not necessarily impact the the pyramid group in the package itself there are a few stories which do allude to the fact that the residential segment and even to an extent the commercial market is declining in lackluster sales to quote from one of the other articles so yes. how have the pyramid family how have they managed to to flourish in yeah. these times we threw this question across to both mr ajay piramal and and anand to try and understand that really how is the market today 
while we do believe this is this is the forbes india view that the market is still sluggish but obviously for the larger players you'd still find that you know uh, yes sales would never be and and margins would never be as high as they were you know during 7 10 years ago but if you're a good brand you could still command a decent premium in this market which to the layman might appear to be a commodity you know if you read those holdings one bhk at 1 crore only or it'll it'll throw in a couple of amenities and how does a piramal differentiate itself uh, from the others Let, let's talk about the housing finance market itself where you write that it has about 90 odd rivals so when they announced the idea we like several others i'm sure not just in the in the media but even in the industry were skeptical about one bar housing finance firm but the piramas look at it very differently they are saying that there are very few you know housing finance firms who have you know a large aum you know assets under management you know of let's say 10000 crore or more which is the segment that they want to be in if you see the top in you know housing finance companies is is narrow a they obviously look at it as long term you know they probably launched sometime in in september of last year so we are just looking at about 6 months and they've already got 757 crore you know as assets and management and they have a target of about 1000 crore by march end i mean that's really an impressive uh, pace of growth they offer something what they call a super loan which is an interesting concept you know if i want a, ho- a loan for my house what do i do i approach a bank and i typically say okay this is my current salary you know i calculate that okay my current salary is so much this is how much i can keep aside and this is how much i could spend towards buying a house we don't look at it as to how much i could be earning 5 years down the line and then trying to look at a a loan that way you know which is what piramal housing finances come with what they do is they'll offer you a loan first based on your current income and then there will be various parameters which will value 5 years down the line you'll be in a better position to pay a higher premium you know instead of having an equal monthly installment it is pegged to your salary so that you can get rid of your loan sooner so so 5 years down the line they may charge higher but but you would have then got how they look at it is that you would have probably got the house that you were looking for and the one which you actually you think you could pay a premium for you know how has rera impacted them uh, and the industry and I mean, of course they are new relatively newer entrants and they may not have to unlearn some of the practices that other real estate uh, players had to hmm. how has this impacted them so definitely what what we are seeing and here i'm talking macro i'm not just talk, limiting it to the to the pyramids but but it's having a very very deep impact on the sector for the better lot more transparency processes which are which are put into place which the builder has to uh, abide by the impact of this and alongside you know we have seen demonetization we have seen gst we have seen uh the bankruptcy code things like that come in and include that with rera and what you will see is that from a you know developer perspective a uh, builder uh, is that um, you know you definitely will see consolidation in this sector you know definitely interesting trend that is coming is that smaller much smaller developers who who have the ability to acquire land get all the clearances to get all the paperwork done it's all in order but they may not have the finance or the ability to actually design and develop the property so they may not even have the capital or the vision or the ability to design beautiful homes but then what you're seeing is that the larger players they tie up with the larger players like your you know it would be lnt it could be uh, you know shapurji piramals tatas loda and you know they get into the tie up so these larger players have the ability to to develop property and to sell it faster and obviously get a get a premium on it 
but but it it benefits both you know so so that is a trend that we are starting to see obviously some of the smaller players might you know just fall by the wayside as time goes on and our last one uh, sorry is so how does the immediate future look like uh, for pyramids uh, in this uh, sector in terms of real estate as i said they will continue to grow but they have a very clear strategy in terms of so yes residential will continue to uh, remain in focus it will be backed by development of commercial property also right now from what we understood is that they are clear that they believe that their mumbai only strategy works right now they they're not thinking of becoming a national player you know across chennai bangalore hyderabad they believe that their strength is mumbai believe that they understand that market very very clearly that we see as a strategy going forward for piramal realty from a group perspective we are getting the impression that you look at mr ajay piramal and you will realize that you know they built their success so in in piramal finance the financial services the pharma divisions are, are globally and and they have an otc which is doing extremely well now you have piramal realty the development arm real estate arm which is doing well also uh, starting to gather traction is the is a housing finance company you have an iconic industrialist here who's almost ready for the next big opportunity you know we we don't know obviously what what could come but understanding how mr piramal's mind works we are pretty sure that that the group is just um, ready for something else yeah thank you thank you very much salil on on that Thanks, note it's, it's time to wrap up thank you very much and all you listeners you can get this podcast on forbesindia.com as well as on itunes and to have someone call you for a forbes india subscription message forbes to 51818